Hello, my name is Pastor Mark Sturmer with The Church International, and I would just like to say welcome to our podcast. I know God wants to use this to speak something very positive into your life. I know this will encourage you, help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And look, if you enjoy this, leave a review, make sure you share it with someone, and go ahead and subscribe so that you won't miss out on any of the messages that God wants to communicate to you. Well, look, God bless, get ready, lean in, and watch what the Lord is about to do. All right, welcome to Family Development, and we have another parenting exercise, and I know you you clicked on this because you saw the woodshed. And for some of you, you're going... Yeah, you better explain that. You yeah, explain well, some of them is. are going, the woodshed, What what is the woodshed? You know, probably if you're, you know, 35 years and younger, you're saying, what's the woodshed? And if you're, you know, 36 years and older, you know what the woodshed is. The woodshed is an old saying where uh, back in the day, if you did something wrong, uh, they'd say, come here, boy, I'm taking you out to the woodshed. That means you were going outside and you're going to get a whooping. <laughs> and look, uh, in today's society, a lot of people... Uh, they don't want to talk about the whooping, <laughs> where the scripture says, if you spall, if you spare the rod, you yeah. spall the child. And so, you know, the whipping or the rod or correction, however you want to say it, going out to the woodshed, however you want to say it, this is a very important part of parenting Yes, that we need to understand. And uh, we need to be able to actually administer in a godly way. Right. And, you know, one of the things about uh, correction, I think a lot of people think of, you know, getting a whooping or, you know, uh, correction as it has to do with wrath and it has to do with anger and it has to do mm -hmm. with, you know, uh, punishment. And really, that's not what correction no. is about. That's not no. the, the core essence of correction. The core essence of correction uh, is really twofold. Number one it proves to the person that's being corrected, in this case, to the children, it proves to the children the love of the parent. Yes. The Bible actually says a parent who does not correct a child does not love the child. And we also see in the book of Hebrews where it says if you are a child of God, then one of the things that comes with being a child of God is that you are corrected. And it says why? Because God loves his children. So we have to establish right off the bat that correction or getting a whipping or however you want to say it is about love. And so it's about love. It's about loving someone to, to guide them in a better direction that's not going to be destructive for their life. Right. Because if you leave something go, uh, it's going to get worse and it's going to escalate. Um, it's kind of like, you know, we talked about this, Cindy, the kid that's throwing a little tantrum at two years old, if that's not dealt with, you know, what does it look like when they're 13 years old? Right. It just manifests in a different form. A lot of times we think that, oh, my kid's going to outgrow that. They won't. It will just manifest in a different form. And I want to reiterate, as parents, it is our responsibility to ready our children to be successful in society. And so we need to make sure that we're raising up um, solid 
disciplined kids that can function and be a blessing to others. And that's the key. You want your children to be a blessing to others, to be pleasing to the Lord. And that comes with correction. All of our kids are born messed up because they're born in the sin nature. We're born messed up. We were born messed up. Everyone's born messed up. And it's through the grace of God and through parental training and exercises that helps get that messed upness out of the children. But like I was going back and saying, a tincture tantrum at two, if you don't deal with it and do proper correction, and look, there's, there is a correction that's not proper. Yes. There is a correction that's out of anger. And by the way, I want to just throw this out right in the front. Um, any correction done out of anger is going to be wrong. It's harmful. It's going Very to be harmful. harmful and destructive because, I mean, the scripture tells you that the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. That's right. And so anger is not the path. Love is the path. Mm-hmm. And so it's the whole idea is out of love, you're going to do this. But if you don't do it, by the time they, that, you know, tensor tantrum at two years old, when they're 13, will be cussing you out. Mm-hmm. And when it's 16, 17, it's breaking laws and they end up in jail and doing drugs. And so you have to deal with those things early. One of the things right. the Bible talks about with uh, disciplining your children is you have to start early mm-hmm. and you have to be very consistent. Yeah. So one of the things I want to encourage you guys, you gotta you gotta start this as early as you can. Now maybe you know you're getting this and your kids older, they're eight years old, uh, they're 15 years old. There's a whole different way to correct when they're older. This is probably gonna be more than one uh, session here. It's probably gonna be like part one, part two. But the the point is, is you gotta start now. It's not too late, no matter where they're at. Mm-hmm. You start now and and you begin to be consistent. You got to be consistent and you you have to do it out of love. And going back to what we're talking about, where correction is not about punishment, it's not about wrath. Uh, It is about training. So it's about love and it's also about training. Uh, Actually, in the book of Hebrews, it says, why does God correct us? so that it would produce a righteous fruit within us so that we can be more like him. And so our correction, our whipping, going out to the woodshed, this parental exercise is going to help our children become better people. And so it's all about love. It's all about training. We can't do it in wrath. We have to make sure we start early and we're very consistent. And another thing about you know proper correction is the two parents have to be on the same page. Right. So if, if I, as one parent, am doing proper correction and then the other parent is not, then what happens is you're counteracting one another. You're counseling out. It's almost like going to the voting booth. You vote for this other person and I'm voting for this person. We basically canceled out our vote. And so what happens is you start canceling out uh, the correction. And when you're doing proper correction, it actually, the Bible says, your kids will respect you more. Right. Cindy, I remember when, you know, we got married, and for some of you blended families, um, when we got married, uh, Cindy already had Sarah. I eventually ended up adopting Sarah. But going into this, I understood, you know, proper biblical correction and how to do that as a parent. 
where Cindy was coming from a background that she didn't quite get it from, you know, uh, what well, was the world was telling her. I was the her. youngest. I was the youngest grandchild, youngest. So I'd never seen it. I'd never seen it done correctly. Yeah, and then what the world was telling yeah. you, you're going to LSU, the a liberal mindset, just getting saved. And so mm -hmm. she didn't yet get it. So when I started correcting Sarah in a proper biblical way, uh, something happened. All of a sudden, uh, Sarah began to show more respect towards me than towards Cindy. And I told her, I said, it's because I'm correcting her in the proper way and form and love. And a, a person looks at that, that that person loves me. That person, uh, I respect that person because they have my best interests at heart. Mm -hmm. And so Cindy got it and she began to correct her and we got on the same page. And what did that do for our parenting and what did that do for Sarah? Um, it brought a unity with us, but then also because she um, would cling to him. And I thought, God, that's kind of the opposite. I thought it would be the opposite response because I wasn't correcting her. I thought maybe she would run to me, but she would cling to him. And so once I started doing things correctly, um, it mended that relationship between us as well. And so it's very important, guys, that uh, you work together on this. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's really good to, uh, instead of just kind of go off of what you think you know, uh, go off of what maybe you parents did towards you, right. or maybe because your parents didn't do it proper, right. you, you, you're like that pendulum, pendulum effect where you go too far the other way. And I think what we'll help you do is, is through a biblical perspective, is learn the balance of, of how to correct. Because there's a whole balance in being able to do this and do it properly. So it's going to help your kids. It's going to show your kids that you love them. It's going to uh, build respect from them towards you. Which, check this out, because you're correcting early and often and you're doing this, then what happens is your kids build that respect so they begin to honor their parents. Mm -hmm. And watch this. Honoring your parents is one of the first commandments with a promise. So by your kid honoring the parents because you are doing the right thing and correcting, your kid starts reaping a reward that they're going to have a longer life. Amen. Because that's the first promise that comes with honoring your parents. Not only that, but they're going to start walking in more righteousness. They're going to get, a, get away from foolishness. And, and so all of this is very important with understanding the concept of, you know, taking someone to the woodshed, the parental exercise of doing that. Because Cindy, a lot of times when uh, parents don't want to take their kid to the woodshed uh, because, you know, it's the whole idea, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And I, I didn't feel that way at all. I, I felt like, man, I'm about to save my child. And so you got to think of this a lot differently. I mean, what would you do if your your kid, uh, let's say at an early age, Cindy was taking a butter knife, and you know what I'm about to say because we had some try to do it, and they see a, a a plug on the wall, electrical socket on the wall, and they're going up and they're they're going to put this they're going to put this butter knife into this electrical socket. You know, what would you what would you do as a parent if you saw that? What, what would we do? I'm going to run and grab the kid. And I'll probably say, stop! Yeah, you're going to correct them. Run and grab them. the kid, yeah. And you're going to correct them uh, because you love them. Right. You know that if they can continue to do what they're doing, 
is it has the possibility is definitely going to hurt them but it has the possibility of destroying them and so as parents we have to stop that behavior and it can be stopped and that's the beautiful thing about it i want to uh we're just going to give some kind of overall concepts in this training session and then once you've watched this and talked about this and prayed about this we're going to give you some more how to do's uh, later, but another overall concept, and I actually learned this in training animals, uh, training horses, uh, training dogs. I mean, all everything that you train, uh, you have to have a correction mechanism. And mm-hmm. if you don't have a correction mechanism, then the animal will never be trained. Was well, the same thing with a child. It's and and let me say this: it's not the pressure that we put on that really trains the kid, it's the release of the pressure. And so uh, when, when I am putting, when I correct, and then I release that and show love, that's when that child goes, okay, wow, acting right is, is the right thing to do. And that's where we reward the slightest try Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's a concept for you to remember. In correcting, you want to be as as easy as possible, but as hard as necessary. Mm-hmm. So you're as gentle as possible, but as hard as necessary. And I think there's, there's no way, really, other way to say it than that. In other words, you got to get the job done. And if you can do it through just a gentleness, through a talking, through you know, uh, praying with them, then, then that's great. But sometimes that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the next step with bringing pain. And I want to say this about uh, biblical correction. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a slight pain when someone's just talking to you about you doing something wrong. I mean, we all acknowledge that because uh, you feel bad and you're like, ah, you know, it kind of hurts your feelings. So it's a slight pain there. So if that slight pain does not work, then you have to administer more to make it work. And so when you talk about Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews, when they talk about correction in chapter 13, he said correction uh, is painful. Mm-hmm. It's something that's, that's not enjoyable. He said it's not even enjoyable, but it's very painful. I mean, when look, when my mama uh, paddled me on my rear end, it was not fun. When the principal at school paddled me back in the day when you can paddle kids. The principal? Oh, God, yeah. You must have been. Yeah. You go in the principal's office. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I never it saw changed, the principal's office. It changed my behavior <laughs> in school. And so did getting a paddling from my parents changed my behavior. Mm. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that the behavior of your children will change when you start properly correcting right. them. Again, not out of wrath. Properly. Uh, not out of uh, frustration, but out of love. Out of love. But it that it means you're going to have to administer a certain level of pain that's going to come with that. And we're going to explain how to do that in the next session. But, you know, to do it, you have different tools that you're going to use. And, and there's uh, different severities and they're at different ages of, of, you know, what tool you use. And so there's so much to this thing. But the other concept we're going to nail down, and we'll hit all of those things next session. But the other concept I really want to nail down uh, today 
is the concept of your relationship. And we talked about this in the earlier training videos, parental training videos, that the relationship with your spouse is a big deal. Yes. And so if, if, if there is, uh, you know, just, just tension, um, turmoil between you and your spouse, and you're, you know, you're trying to teach your kid about righteousness, about God, because it's all about following the Lord, and, uh, and, but you're not doing it, and they're seeing you do opposite things, correcting your kid will actually become harmful to your kid because they look at you as a hypocrite. It's almost like, you know, how can I correct my kid when I have a log in my own eye? And so as parents, it's no different. We quote that in Christianity where, you know, uh, how can you take a speck out of your brother's eye when you have a log in your own? And it didn't mean not to take the speck out of your brother's eye because it says, first, go get the log out yeah. of your eye, and then you can see clearly how to get the speck out of your brother or sister's eye. Now, very important uh, to understand here is that a lot of parents can't see how to properly correct because they're not walking proper in themselves. And so when you're not walking proper in yourselves, it actually blinds you to the proper things to do with your children. Oh, wow. Did you just hear that? Hmm. What did I just do? I actually just administered uh, lightly some correction to some of you who are watching this, who right now in your mind, you're going over some things, sinful things that you're doing, or uh, ways that you're treating your spouse that's not correct, uh, ways that you're speaking to others, uh, ways that you know your kids are hearing you speak about your authorities, your boss, the pastor, even the government, whatever it is, and all of that undercuts and all of that uh, muddies up this whole correcting people out of love and them learning and, and being trained by it and respecting you. If you don't live that out uh, in your personal life, and look, I'm not saying that you are work, walking perfectly, but you can walk blamelessly, meaning that you repent when you do wrong, you're honest, you're authentic. Mm -hmm. And when your kids see that, when you correct them, it's going to be received better. You going to say something? Yeah. What you actually do when you are not um, submitting to your authority, your God-given authority, your the Word of God, you actually undermine your authority. And so you lose respect from your kids. Or if there, say if there's a volatile situations in the home that brings insecurity to your kids, if they see you losing it often or whatever, that insecurity breeds misbehavior. And so that's why it's so important to, for me to get my life right, for him to get his life right. And then we can be on that same page. And then it brings a security to those kids and it fosters correct behavior. So what about if you say, well, pastor, I understand that, but um, I'm single and, you know, it's just me and my, you know, my kids go to uh, my ex and they're over there. And so how do I do that? By not speaking ill of your ex. Right. By, you know, uh, always speaking life, being positive. Right. Yes. Uh, because if they see you talking ill about, you know, th their dad or their mom, then you're going to actually lose respect mm -hmm. from them. And then when you try to correct, and then a lot of parents in that position 
they think, they think, well, uh, because, you know, the other spouse might be not correcting them. Well, if I correct them, you know, I'm going to push them away and they're not going to love me. That's not true. It goes back to what I just told. Mm -hmm. That's a lie from the devil. Uh, it goes back to what I just said about Cindy and I. Cindy wasn't correcting. I was. And it actually, when you do it properly, and it actually caused Sarah to be drawn to me, not away from me. Mm -hmm. The whole idea is you can't do it out of anger. You can't do it out of frustration. You have to do it properly, not the way you think, not the way possibly that you were raised, possibly so, possibly not, but biblically. So you got to look to the scriptures. Look, the scriptures aren't silent in this. And so to kind of review this session right here, and we'll wrap up this session, um, correction is not about punishment. It's not about wrath. Mm -hmm. It is about love. It's about real love to your child. And what it's going to do is going to it's going to produce a righteousness in your kid. Mm -hmm. It's going to uh, have your kids to respect you as parents, which is going to turn around with that commandment of respecting your parents and honoring your parents. It's going to bless them, so they're going to be blessed. Okay. We also learned that you can't do it in frustration. You right. can't do it in anger. You have to be make sure that you are you start now. Uh, you got to be on the same page. Yeah. Uh, you have to do it uh, and be persistent and consistent about this. Uh, you got to make sure you're doing it from a good platform of not being a hypocrite. In other words, take the log out of your eye so you can see to take the speck out of your child's eye. And so it's a lot we just gave you right there. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to digest this and make sure, you know, that you're going to say, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. But in all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge you, God, and you will direct me also in parenting. He will direct you, and he's going to help you. And then we learn, you know, just the spirit of it is to, to guide our kid, but we do it with as much gentleness as we can, right. but we're as firm as necessary. Mm -hmm. And we also understand that every child needs discipline because remember this, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. So it's very important that uh, we embrace the correcting of our children, that we're not afraid to take them out to the woodshed. Now, next series, you know, the next session, we're going to talk about uh, taking our, you know, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. What does it look like to take your kid out to the woodshed? And we'll go over some different things that's going to help you. And it's so important area of the parental exercise of the woodshed. So God bless you. I hope you enjoyed it.